Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Halal Money Talk with Tope and Rashida, brought to you by MuslimFinanceLibrary.com, your Islamic finance encyclopedia. And inshallah, today we would be talking about how to spot investment scams. Hmm. Hmm. This is actually a very fun topic to discuss. <laughs> so, would you want to give a bit of background to why you chose the topic? Yes, you know, a lot of people, especially here in this part of the world, Nigeria, are falling into numerous scams. investment scams. I mean, and still, they, they go back. There's a pattern, like, they're always falling into scams. Yeah. And they don't, it seems a lot of people don't know how to spot them, and they don't, they don't know exactly what to look out do, for. Do, do, do you remember MMM? I mean, it's who, the, it's the godfather to, of scams in Nigerian forget, history. Who's going to forget MMM? I mean, it's, it's the Bernie Madoff of Nigerian scams. It's the godfather of them all. I think it happened around 2014, 2015. can't remember yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's around that time that it happened. I mean, a lot of people lost their life savings in that scam. I mean, so now we want to actually discuss with you how to spot scams like MMM and the other numerous scams that have happened after MMM. Let's hop into it. Yeah, so, so um, what do you think is one of those things we should look out for or for you to look out for when you want to spot if an investment is actually legit and genuine or if it's a scam too. So. I said first thing, um, watch watch the um um the the, the, the advertisement. Like is is there a lot of pressure in in, okay. in wanting you to join this investment? Is the person calling you to the investment pressurizing you? Is there is is there, is there an act quickly um mm. thing to it like you know. someone coming to you that oh if you don't make this thing you'll be poor all your life i mean <laughs> you, you you just have to take it today otherwise you you, you don't don't tell anyone you like just an opportunity lifetime opportunity once in a lifetime oh, yeah. I, I hear i hear that a lot and then they will flash money at you saying i'm making money and then they want you to act quickly and, and some of them will come up with quotes like you know, it takes the difference between a rich person and a poor person is action. And if you're not going to take action, we can't help you. You'll be poor your life. You have to act quickly. I yeah, mean, you have uh, to look out for the um, advertisements. Is there a lot of pressure? Like, you, yeah. have to, you have to just look at it like, why is the pressure so much? You I know? mean, if you want me to be rich, you shouldn't be pressuring me if I'm taking my time. It's not your rich, is it? Yeah, I mean, rich. it's my reach, not your reach. I mean, why would you want to pressure me into making an investment that I haven't even done due diligence on? I haven't even had the time to even review it, to even think, think if about it makes it. sense. Yes. But yes. you want me to like drop my life savings right now? Yeah, that's I believe is a big, big red flag to watch out for. A big red flag. Another one I would say is this is one of perhaps the most important. I would say the most important, but it's a very it's up there, a very important thing to look out for. When an investment is offering you high returns with low or zero risk. Hmm. Hmm. You, you said mm, too. Hmm. because recently, especially after the corona pandemic uh of 2020, a lot of um investment output came out and they're like, um, we'll give you 30. I mean, we saw a lot of 30 percent from 50. Oh, we did see 50% per month ROI. I mean, how on earth is that possible? Not even Warren Buffett could give you that kind of investment per month. Yeah, I think um, a lot of these investment scam guys are are feeding on the greed of 
um, you think people because if, you if think people are not greedy, greed how? Or... Yeah, there's there's the element of greed. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I agree with you. There's element of greed into it. There's element of greed. You want you want to eat your cake and have it. You want to invest your money without any risk. You want um, your capital to be safe. safe and you know no risk at all. And you want extremely high returns um, monthly or quarterly or something. It doesn't work that way. No, absolutely, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. In, you know, it doesn't work that way. There has to be some element of risk to your investments in in islamic finance you know there's no investment without risk yeah absolutely i mean it's even a condition for a for an investment to be tagged whether it's permissible or it's not yes yes there has to be some elements of um, risk reasonable risk involved involved, and most times investments are usually high risk high reward low risk low reward that way well, I mean, we don't expect you to now take on risks that are unreasonable or disproportionate. But we're saying that if something is going to offer you a 50% returns, you should definitely know that it's not going to be. And they're telling sustainable. you, it's, yeah, it's not sustainable. <laughs> and they are telling you it's low risk. It's certainly not something you want to get into. All yeah. right. So okay. So one thing again is that um, exclusivity. They'll tell you things like, um, this is just for a particular set of people, Ooh, the lucky ones. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody, just you and few I people. Mean, I mean, and, you know, uh, or, or some would say there's, so. there's so much exclusivity with yeah. with this thing. And they'll tell you not to share the information with Because it is your just friends. for few special people. Exactly. And then you start feeling fly, like uh, yeah, you uh, you're among like, the chosen ones. Yeah, you know? yeah <laughs> one of the chosen ones. I mean, not even my friend that is smarter or richer than me was chosen for this. So yeah, I must because be lucky. Um, a lot of these scammers know that if you try to, you know, inform your friend or colleague or family member, your wife or husband about this investment opportunity, they might want to, you know, ask uncomfortable ask questions, questions, look at it, do some research. And if they've been able to convince you to agree to join the investment, then they tell you, oh, it's exclusive. You know, you don't have to tell anybody, especially that. I mean, they will tell you something like, you don't need to tell your parents. Just show them the returns you make. And they would respect you. And they start looking up to you. And they, they, they would think of you as smart. While in reality, they are just feeding on your fears of wanting to... Maybe you have, you're someone with low self-esteem or something. And you want to show to your village people or to your family that you're special. <laughs> I mean, that they feed on that. And that's something you should look out for. It's a big, big red flag. When they are telling you this investment is for this exclusive set of people. All right? Another one is, when a business doesn't have a clear business or revenue model. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was reading about an investment. First of all, they had this shabby grammar, a lot of errors on their website. But one thing stood out to me. They're saying... Oh, would you, it's the best way to make money online. Is the but how many, there is, how many users did they say they have? Uh, they, I think they said they had about two, two, two billion. Two mi- <laughs> no, no, there was a place they said two trillion, but I think it was a mistake. One of those funny uh, edits. Then they said they have they are trusted by two. Yeah, you're right. They are trusted by two billion people mm. in the world. Like two billion people. That's like two uh, one in like four people in the world trust them. Wow. (laughs) But anyways, that's not even the point. Like, on that website, I saw that they had no clear revenue or business model. They just kept hammering on how they make money for people, 
how yeah. how they are the best thing since sliced bread. But there is nothing. <laughs> there is no talk of this is exactly how we make, we make money. money. Mm. I mean, that's a big red flag to me. How about what do you think? Well, I think it's a big red flag because you have to like um, understand the business model of the company, their revenue model. How is it that they make money? You know, you have to have some sort of understanding to these things before you, you know, put your money in this investment. And yeah, it's part of the due diligence. Uh, yeah, of course. The due diligence stage, because you know if- anything that says. Uh, putting 50k in the morning and get 100k in the evening oh, that's it's definitely scam. You know, it's, it's waiting to crash yeah. so you have to be extra careful of platforms like that i mean think about it it's even riba it's haram if someone is telling you that bring your money you are zero risk and will double it for you or something i mean hey. you're any riba which is haram okay a lot of people don't know this and yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it is haram, basically. All right. So, would you want to share another thing to look out for? Um, another thing is when you don't know the um managers of the investment fund, you don't know the founders of the company. They don't show their faces. Their faces are nowhere to be found. Their names, you don't know their real names. They just tell you name of our company is this. You go to the website. You can't actually pinpoint. Um, this is the CEO, this is the financial manager, this is the um, account officer. You know, there are a lot of scams like that in Nigeria. We only know of the names of the the, the scams. We don't know the names of um, the people behind the scams. Thinking thinking about it, I'm I'm not sure the actual perpetrators of uh, MMM are actually known. Okay, maybe the one person, uh, uh, there's this Russian name, but I think that's it. The names or the actual people are not really, really known. Uh, many times we only know of the names of their programs, their platforms, but we don't know the names of the people behind these um, investments so, scams. And, and yeah, that's something you certainly want to look out for. It's yeah. not. It's not a good. It's not. It's a big red flag. It's a red flag. It's actually. a big red flag. Yes. All right. So another one is no known history. Now, or little online presence. Now, when a business has little online presence, in and of itself, it's not a bad thing. However, when the company with little online presence is also telling you they've been around since 1979, <laughs> you know, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, because the, that one scam that I told you about, it hasn't, I, I, I don't know if it has crashed yet. Yeah, but the, I know the, it's the only website, a matter of time. The website was... Um... Uh, so, I... What I would say is, they just kept saying, they just kept saying they've been around since 1995, and they've done big things, and they say the owner of the thing is Mr. Powell, an elite on the Wall Street. I mean, things like this, they keep claiming to be the biggest, one of the biggest financial advisors in the world. Yeah, and like then you the go online, you, the biggest banks in the United world. States, and then you go online. The only online presence they have. It's actually their website. Shitty website. (laughs) Yeah, rubbish website. (laughs) That's the only online presence they have. And they claim to be one of the biggest financial advisors in the world. Now, let me tell you a little thing about... Before we go on, on a side note, I think I should mention this. There's one thing about the psychology of scams. There are two things that end up being scammed. There are two scams. One is scams that are actually built from day one to be scams. Mm. I mean, the MMM was built from day one to be a scam. 
that was known from day one. However, there are some other scams that were actually not built to be scams. So maybe the organizers actually overestimated their abilities and underestimated how dangerous, how delicate the business, the, exactly how risky the business landscape can be. So they probably promised their investors a lot of money. Yeah, outrageous returns. Outrageous returns. Now, they were not able to now meet up to that. Rather than them owning up to their investors, they tend to, they now decided to bring on more new investors. New investors. Like, like a Ponzi like scheme. Like a Ponzi scheme. You know, the problem with the first, the, the first one, the, the thing with the first one is the perpetrators, the organizers actually make a lot of money in the process. Of course. Because that was the game plan. Scam people. However, the second side, the second class of um, uh, the second class of scams, the perpetrators end up being broke themselves because they need they would have used part of their money to actually pay some investors. Some investors. So they don't make money; they just end up wasting a lo- and losing a lot of money in the process. So that's um, I just had to put that in. Now we get back on track. So um, another thing to you know look out for is. Um, when this company is not registered with the government or the proper licensing bodies like the SEC, mm. you know, the central bank and things like that, you, you have to be Excellent. careful. So, uh, I mean, there is this um, website on there is this website called who is like who is this like who is dot com. Uh, you could just input the name of the of the uh, of the website. It will tell you when it was registered who registered it, what email, how to contact them, and those other things. I mean, you could start your research from there. If you're skeptical about an investment, whether it's a scam or it's not a scam, you could start from there. And of course, if it's, if an investment is not licensed or they claim to be an insur- to have insurance, while in reality they do not have insurance, mm-hmm. you should. it's a big red flag. You know, I've seen people um, reach out to insurance companies to ask about um, this... Uh, investment companies whether their investments are actually insured and you know the the, the thing they usually say is no um, we're just partners we're just overseeing the funds we are not um, insuring your investments yeah it doesn't mean that if something happens to the investment company we're going to pay you anything so it's always good that um investors know exactly what's the insurance cover yes what's they're into you know know, another thing is and now saying something about insurance i'm not saying insurance are permissible in islam no they are not uh we're just discussing investment scams another thing unfortunately what happens is many of the due diligence actually happen after the scam Mm, not before after the loss, after they've lost their funds and all, that's when they actually start doing the due diligence, which is unfortunately uh, a little <laughs> too late. Okay, yeah. so do your due diligence before you invest in anything. I can't emphasize this enough. Due diligence is absolutely critical. Ask questions as much as you can. When yeah, research online, research ask people online, on forums uh, on Naira Land, ask in WhatsApp groups, in Telegram groups. You know, try to find out um, if you, if you can, like get to know whether they are licensed, get to know whether they are registered, get to know whether um, they have a, a physical presence. You know, yeah, that's like important that. too. Now, um, before now, 
uh, one of one way to know if an, if an investment is a scam or not is to look at the people that are like the ambassadors of it. So if you see people with actual brands, trusted brands, uh, being the ambassadors, it used to be that that would be enough to tell you that these people are legit because you don't expect these people to stake their brands for a scam. However, that's not the case. We've seen cases of big uh, celebrities, not celebrities, musicians, even politicians sometimes backing an investment and it turns out to be fraud and a scam. So be careful. Uh, don't just say because this thing is, uh, is, uh, supported, is supported by, by the biggest celebrity that I know. It's not enough evidence anymore. It used to be that it was enough, but nowadays, no, it is not. Still do your due diligence, even if it is backed by the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. So still do your due diligence, okay? Um, uh, all right. So um, there are things to look out for, um, like compliance, check for compliance, check whether they are licensed, check whether they are registered. Also, do your research, especially on their business model, on um, the people driving the company, the CEO, the financial officers, you know, on what exactly they are doing. And also take time, time, sleep on it, sleep on it, sleep on it, take time to, Absolutely. to, to before you make that decision. Take time, ask people around, ask your friends, ask people online, ask Don't people forget, offline. I, I think we should this, drop this um, too. You should before. do your istikhara. Yes, yeah, very important. It's not just for marriage. It's for <laughs> things like this as well, okay? Do your istikhara and then leave the rest to Allah. After you've done your research and you've done your work, I think that's it. We've come to the end of the episode. It's always ah, a pleasure being here. And I will say one thing. If it sounds too, too good, good to, to be, be true, true, then it is too good to be true. So it's be probably like, uh, not true. <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'll uh, see you next episode. Assalamu alaikum. alaikum.